Soul Knox Podcast, and I'm your host, Carl Ikara. And this is episode number 10. This week I have the guys behind the band Poisonous Reflection joining me. Uh, Tom and Yoti. Uh, Poisonous Reflection are a band from the UK that specialize in a form of kind of noise, black metal mixture some uh, punk influence uh they have um a few demos out and a split all of which which are on their bandcamp which is poisonousreflection.bandcamp.com but the links will be in the description uh their band that i got connected with over instagram and um they approached me about being on the podcast and you know, I like their music and uh, their aesthetic and everything, and I figured, why not? Let's have them on and talk about stuff. So we get into uh, what their bands are all about, talk about black metal and noise music and uh, things like that, and um, also go into um, the state of the UK black metal scene and the kind of renaissance that's occurring there as we speak with tons of great bands coming from the UK. I mean, uh, although Cheyenne is originally from Iran, uh, uh, Trivax, you know, Cheyenne from Trivax, who I talked to last week, is a case in point of being one of the bands that's coming out of the UK that's just fucking killing things. Um, there's also Poisonous Reflection, a part of a, uh, a new label that's called Matriarch Records, I think, right? And, uh... They um had uh, been released. They released. Uh, I know. I found out about them through Into the Necrosphere. Jack who's talking about the label because um, I think a band Outer Freya that he likes released their first album through there. So pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what's going on this week. Um, trying to think of anything else I want to talk about before I start the interview. Uh, one thing I want to say is that uh, just uh, yesterday, the new Strigoi album came out, and uh, I have to say, you guys need to go listen to it. Uh, Strigoi is the uh, kind of side project of Greg McIntosh uh, from Main Man, be- uh, kind of behind Paradise Lost, who writes most of the songs. Uh, he's a fucking amazing guitar player, and Strigoi kind of continues what he was doing with Valonfire. It's more death metal oriented in a way, but uh, it's still got a lot of that Paradise Lost Doom, but it's just really, really dark and pitch black obsidian vibes. And just, uh, I love it. There's a song on a new album called Bathed in the Black Sun, which is amazing. So uh, I just wanted to say go listen to that album now. Um, before we get into the interview, I'm going to uh, give the shout out to the other horsemen of the podcast Apocalypse. For those who don't know, there's a we have a little group of uh, podcasts that are banded together, and uh, in order of the week, we got Mondays we got Brandon Legion with Horror Wolf Six Six Six. And here soon I shall be on there. We recorded an episode. I'm not going to say what it's about, but uh, I think people will enjoy it. On Tuesdays, we got Into the Necrosphere with Jackie Smith. 
which is the best metal podcast out there. It's the pretty much the only metal podcast that I listen to. So um, Wednesdays we got Mike Hill and then everything went black, um, which is kind of Mike Hill's uh, podcast, which is in many ways similar to what I'm doing with Soul Knox. You know, kind of everything and anything. Uh, Thursday nights is Mike Hill's other podcast, Necromaniacs, with Mike Scandato and Jeff Kasid. Necromaniacs is one of the best um, horror podcasts that talks about movies, um, as opposed to more interviews format of Horror Wolf 666. And uh, definitely a must to listen. And then uh, we have Ibis Manifestations from Cheyenne of Drivax. And he releases episodes uh, periodically. His newest one was with Alvo, the bassist of Watain, which was a great, great episode. Um, before we get into um, the uh, the episode, we're gonna be playing. Um, I'm gonna play the uh, the pl- music behind. Um, I think it's their. Uh, trying to remember the name of it. Uh, the Poisonous Reflections, uh, first demo, I think, maybe second, uh, it says demo, I don't know how to read the, uh, whatever that says, but it's the first one that's on Bandcamp, so I'm gonna play both songs from that, which is Introduction and Chained and Tortured, which, uh, is a really great track that kind of reminds me of Ildiarn. And uh, then at the end, we're going to be playing um, from their kind of EP, This Wretched Vessel I Inhabit. I'm going to play the last two songs from that, which is Through the Gates of Abhorrence and the Everlasting Ache. Uh, So that's going to close it out so you guys can get a little taste of of, uh, Poisonous Reflection. So, well, without further ado, I hope that you enjoy this episode Hail Satan.
Cool. Well, yeah, today I'm here with uh, Tom and is it Yoti? It's uh, uh, Perfect. From uh, Poisonous Reflection. And guys actually reached out to me about being on podcast. And I really like your music and like the kind of aesthetic that you guys got. So, you know, Thank I'm you. curious to learn some more, more about you guys. So cool yeah thanks the um i guess the first thing i was wanting to ask is like uh how long have you guys been around and uh, you seem like a pretty pretty uh new project right yeah it's fairly new i'd say a couple of months old maybe okay something along those lines and we just got straight to it really straight to the music no messing around that's always a good way to go, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, now I think about back about it. I think it's about six months, which is 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 fairly new. Um, yeah. Tom kind of reached out to me to um, cause my um, other bands was kind of having a bit of a quiet period as we were kind of rebuilding the lineup, um, and I was quite eager to like kind of get into um, get into doing something. Um, and we've, we've both had a fairly similar vision of what we wanted to do with this this project, really. So, um, but yeah, we 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 did like kind of get get straight on it, and you know, because of the, the style of the music, you know, kind of it'd been fairly DIY. Um, we were able to to crack on straight away and put stuff out fairly quickly. Yeah, I mean, doing kind of a noise and uh, is that kind of like a noise black metal type of stuff is definitely pretty diy you know <laughs> yeah if you if you've seen a recording sessions then <laughs> definitely <laughs> the um what, what was your other band yoti um it's a band called vander again we're kind of uh, kind of black metal but a lot more kind of traditional kind of band setup you know with two guitarists uh vocalists you know drummer bass player sort of thing um, kind of, we've, we've like kind of rebuilt that lineup. But like I said, it's kind of fairly, you know, not not traditional kind of black metal. I mean, but kind of more traditional in, in the way the band is set up than Poisonous Reflection. It's like Poisonous Reflection. It's kind of everything, you know, kind of or, or better off. Really, it's it's kind of a kind of anything we want to ex- like experiment with. We tend to try out. Whereas, you know, kind of. Uh, the other band is, you know, we go out to play gigs and, and that sort of thing. So we've got kind of stuff coming up where, you know, we've got some releases in the line, you know, kind of working on some new material. Um, a little bit, bit more at the more melodic end. Um, it's like uh, very influenced by your kind of uh, dissection, kind of, um, you know, type you know more, more yeah, a lot of kind of black metal really um but you know it's kind of fun um where you know like i said voices reflection is is a bit more kind of raw and a bit more kind of you know kind of yeah um un- uncompromising i think is the best way to describe it yeah definitely i mean uh, i i listen to the stuff you have up on spotify and it's like and uh very like very raw <laughs> and uh, i like that it's very noisy you know like uh, what was kind of the um like what are you kind of what are you guys trying to express with poison reflection like you know like 
it seems like there's kind of like a horrific type of energy to your music. Like, is that kind of a inspiration or influence there? Like kind of, um, uh, I don't know. Like we just, we just try and make a chaotic mess kind of, <laughs> but mm -hmm. there's, I don't think we really go into any of it with a plan, especially on the noise end. Like when we went to a studio to record the noise, it was literally just throw everything together that we can find and make a absolute mess out of it, you know, mess around with it a bit. And there we go. Right. <laughs> there was a point where we used a drill up against the mic for about 30 seconds, you know, <laughs> stick it all together with everything else that we've recorded, add a couple of effects on it in logic. And there you go. <laughs> right it's kind of like that um like uh einzers and new bouton used to use like uh, or i think they still do but they use like uh like dr like drills and like <laughs> uh was um what is that called not a sledgehammer but uh uh jackhammer you know like against yeah. like metal and all kinds of stuff like that so that that's how everything is definitely diy if we're using tools <laughs> yeah definitely i mean well, <laughs> That's the way you want to go if you're making noise, in my opinion. Because, I mean, I've heard some bands that just do, like, kind of digital noise, and that's all they do. And uh, I don't yeah. find that as interesting as bands who bring in, like, analog material, you know, and mm -hmm. record it. You know what I mean? It was that yeah. I did. Go on, Yuga. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, I was just about to say, you know, <laughs> when we were kind of putting some of the stuff we had, you know, kind of everything pumping through like various guitar amps, you know, kind of, and then just on like kind of like endless feedback loops and, you know, stuff like that. We're trying to record all, all of that sort of thing. It was like fairly, the guy who was work, like kind of uh, engineering the session, uh, like popped his head back in and it was a bit like, why don't you why don't you guys try trying like you know maybe write some some riffs or something and you know kind of at that point time and it's like <laughs> not really what we you know we do we do have riffs we do have some yeah. songs with riffs um but kind of for, for that session in particular was you know fairly kind of um yeah it was fairly off the wall in the sort of kind of type of things we were doing i think i think it actually started i think the first thing we did was hang like the mics out the window and record, yeah, and record the traffic traffic that was going out on outside. Um, and if you like actually listen to the track I'm talking about, um, it's the first one on the split we did with, with Razor Wire Handcuffs. Um, there's like a full blown conversation of people outside at the end so you know kind of <laughs> i noticed quietly going on um, <laughs> you know kind of is you know kind of if you say it up really really loud you might be able to make out what they're saying but um i think it was a guy having an argument down the phone actually with someone but um yeah it's 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 it's, it's really fun but in terms of influence you know kind of i think um I think what 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 very much makes it black is like there's you know those kind of feelings of despair and you know kind of isolation and you know kind of misanthropy that we you know kind of associates with with black metal really and those those kind of influences are all always creeping in 
to the noise side of it as well. Um, and it's as Tom said, it is like chaos. We do want to, you know, find uh, kind of that that you know kind of unhinged, unbalanced, chaotic yeah. noise. That you want um, to feel uncomfortable listening to. Yeah, them. yeah, it's not something you listen to if you're kind of wanting to, you know, kind of relax. relax. Yeah. Really, yeah, it's an acquired it, taste. It is an acquired taste. You, you, you know, kind of played it at work to some people and they were absolutely absolutely fucking horrified by it so <laughs> um, <laughs> but um you know it is what it is um you know and uh yeah I'm, i really enjoy it um i'm kind of an influ- influ- influenced by a lot of various things you know a lot of different things and i think like i said you know kind of any route we want to go kind of go down and explore i think we're fairly open um still in that yeah. right you guys um it's kind of like a wide open just kind of trying to express this uh this darkness uh in, in music basically yeah i mean we'll experiment with any genre we can make it sound chaotic and horrible in a a good way <laughs> right and yeah we'll go for it I really like the uh, as well the um, black metal elements as well as far as like the where it has like you know riffs and stuff where it it almost reminds me of a band like Old Yarn or something like that like just very extreme and primitive and I really like yeah. that. And the we had comments about the track "Chained and Tortured" off our demo, saying it sounded along the lines of industrial black metal. Yeah, so, I could see that. Yeah, I was thinking like Ildion or like um, also maybe early Anonathrak, you know? Like, yeah, that's Anonathrak are definitely a big influence for me. Yeah, I, I've been, I'm a big fan of Anonathrak and um, uh, blanking on his name, the main guitar player, uh, musician behind them. Uh, he has a bunch of really great projects like. Uh, um, he did that, that band Frost for a while, which sounded mm-hmm. like basically like his tribute to Mayhem's Demon Sirius Tom Sathanas. And uh, yeah, he, um, he had uh, he was part of a was it Axis of Perdition, I think is what the band's called. Uh, let me double check that. The um, which that was a cool project, like, kind of in a, a vein of what you guys are talking about, um, with yours, where it's like they were you know taking black metal and melding it with like dark ambient noise yeah uh, axis of perdition yeah he's in um make them die slowly as well yeah exactly yeah i really i like that that kind of stuff like yeah an axis of perdition also i think we're like very influenced by like silent hill you know trying to capture that kind of energy of like the video game silent hill which i'm yeah. a big fan of as well so yeah I like that horror. Yeah, I love that sense of uh, creeping dread and and uh, mm. you know and and then the uh, noise elements and everything. So yeah, de- definitely I like, enjoy what you guys are doing. The, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the kind of um, the, the 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 black black metal elements kind of kind of came about. Well, um, Tom kind of contacted me and was like, "Do you fancy?" 
just fancy doing something, you know, kind of along the lines of, you know, kind of we were talking about like influences. And you know, like the first thing that came popped up for us as a mutual thing was Lambeth Murmur. Um, and kind of doing something that kind of like raw like that. And, you know, kind of, kind of oh, very much said, yeah, okay, you know, we can try that. Probably won't be as good, but you know, kind of um, we'll, we'll do that. So the, I mean, we are working on, I kind uh, a full length at the moment, which is is fairly riff based, but again fairly chaotic and like inaccessible, and you know, um, some of it, you know, it, it kind of it's one of those things that it like grows on you, but um, it's uh, I mean there's some some like great UK acts to check out, but they like kind of. Influenced by stuff like you know Revenant Marquee or UK um, one what I think one man band and um, also um, st- kind of sound you know kind of stuff like Hate Forest um, as well uh, which is the drug uh, yeah. side project. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Hate Forest. Like I can uh... yeah yeah um, fairly fairly kind of the next. Like the, the full length will be fairly, like I said, uncompromising because it is fairly kind of relentless and kind of nasty in some ways. And there's the kind of the lots of the noise elements, lots of the the black metal riffing as as well in that. Whereas I think the releases so far have very much been noise, and then there's like kind of been a bit of the you know kind of a couple of the black metal tracks. Yeah, this one of I think it's a bit more of a 50 50 split, really. Yeah, it's it'll be more of an easy listen for <laughs> those who are interested in black metal. I mean, you can have black metal fans that absolutely hate the noise element in our music and wish that we wouldn't do it, but that's that noise element has got us to where we are now. Without it, I don't know how things would be because obviously it appears uh, appeals to a wider audience like you bring in fans from both genres whereas you can get some black metal fans who don't like the whole experimental side of it and just stick to your bog standard traditional black metal and won't venture out yeah i mean i think that uh uh i mean i think that i like that uh, for me i like that i like your noise the noise element i mean if people don't like that i mean and that's their that's too bad for them because i think yeah. that uh i think that uh you know black metal as a genre has always been uh influenced by noise and electronic and industrial yeah. music from the beginning you know people like go back to their earliest days i mean like all of them are listening to you know german like uh synth music like uh you know um new and uh tangerine dream and or like listening to you know like industrial music like yeah skinny puppy or answers new bout and stuff i mean all the way back to it's like how the harriet went you know i think one of them expressed that used to like listening to a lot of techno and stuff like that and that inspired like, later the Herit releases that weren't black metal based. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, um, um, a nuclear holocausto from Beharit became, uh, uh, he literally became like a, a techno DJ for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, uh, and then I mean, he came back to doing black metal. And then the last Beharit album was like Dark Ambient, which was really great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's just uh, it's a part of uh, a part of the DNA of black metal, in my opinion, is uh, there's like a definite cross pollination between, um, you know, these types of genres like noise and dark ambient industrial, like all that kind of stuff, you know, and uh, mm. I think that, you know, I, I understand that some people don't really like the harsh noise elements, but uh, but, uh, it, you know, that's their loss. You know, I like that you guys are melding these two genres together, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's got to be done. Like, I'm not saying like we're going to be taking it to the next level and influence people, but we're just like I'd say we're making a point that you can experiment more with music, uh, especially in the black metal area, because I mean, there's there's a lot of gatekeeping in black metal that you can see where. It's like usually the fans of like the older, let's say like Dark Throne Mayhem, and will only listen to that kind. They won't want to listen to anything newer. They don't like newer bands. The newer black metal bands are ruining the scene, stuff like that. It's, I don't know. I, I do like, I do like black metal but i think it's like with all music like there's always those kind of people in the scene that uh, just don't want any new bands to succeed i don't know yeah. it's just strange yeah, it's kind of a weird mentality that you see like uh i mean i don't i mean i don't really understand it myself because I get if you feel like there's like a too much of an influx of maybe bands who aren't getting the plane of black metal or something and you know but but that's not really the case there's always bands uh you know doing interesting things in my opinion i mean yeah. I, I can only been i've been listening to you know black metal for almost uh like 20 years or something since i was a teenager and it's like uh, i felt like there's never been a point where i'm like there's not new bands coming out that are cool you know there's mm-hmm. always something interesting going on and i think right now there's a lot of really good stuff and um i've been and it seems like there's a lot of good stuff coming out of uk as well like yeah yeah that, that was a point i was going to make actually i think at this point at point in time on the uk scene it's possibly been, been the kind of in terms of quality of the music that's been released um it's probably the most exciting time I've found in terms of kind of being a fan of black metal, um, of the bands that are putting stuff out at the moment. Because it's, you know, kind of, you know, kind of the last few years, bands have really stepped up. And, you know, kind of the UK scene, it was always like, you know, kind of you always had hardcore, you know, kind of, um, you know, kind of absolute stalwart bands. But, um now you're getting kind of like like a second wave really to if, if they want to use that that phase phrase um of, of bands that are now kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit and you know kind of going on to do you know kind of really good make really good music 
um, which is something that kind of, like I said, in the past, the UK hasn't had a lot of in terms of black metal. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually quite an exciting time. You know, we've got some really, like even locally to where me and Tom are from, because me and Tom live in kind of um, like a place called Derbyshire. Um, Derby, Tom, Tom lives in Derby itself. I live out in like the countryside, uh, like a massive cliche in mm -hmm. a town which is surrounded by woods and old people. Um, That's the best place. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I wanted to slap some corpse paint on and go and take some photos in the woods, uh, it'd be, you know, fairly easy. And uh, there's lots of old churches around, but, you know, kind of, you know, the that's the kind of the point I'm making. Uh, the UK scene is not just about corpse paints and shit riffs anymore. Um, it's gone, you know, a bit <laughs> further than that. And, you know, um, people are doing some really interesting things. Uh, there's another band, kind of, trying to think, I mean, in terms of, like, the crossovers, uh, UK band Crimson Throne, they do, the, like, they, they do kind of what we do in terms of like they'll do black metal a little less raw than ours but they'll do dark ambience as well uh, and again it's, it's a little bit less raw than ours but you know kind of what they do is pretty cool what band is that uh, what's that sorry what was the band uh they're a band called crimson throne okay yeah yeah i know i'm familiar with them yeah 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 um and they they do kind of like the dark ambient thing and and where the last uh, kind of release they put out was pretty much pure dark ambience. And there were a lot of people getting quite upset about it, like kind of, you know, you know, kind of, um, you know, this isn't, you know, kind of true with a V and, you know, kind of all that kind of, it's not very, cool, so it's not very necro. And, you know, kind of it's, well, at the end of the day, they're doing what they, they want to do. And, yeah. you know, kind of, conforming like too much i think you know kind of defeats the point of black if you know what i mean kind of defeats the, the point of why we're doing it so um it's a really really strange thing um there are a lot of people who got quite upset by blood incantations last album i know it's not black metal but you know kind of you know that means tom used it as an example the other day when they did like their kind of last they did a synth album uh, rather than death metal and you know kind of a lot of people got upset about that but you know kind of these bands do what they want to do you know kind yeah. of it's you know it's up to there it's their artistic license at the end of the day um you know kind of uh but yeah um sorry i've gone off on a bit of a tangent there <laughs> i think right. uh, in the uk at the moment so i think you know, you're living in quite exciting times and even locally to where me and Tom are really, we've got right, like a really healthy, uh, quite decent, exciting scene. Um, you know, kind um, we've got uh, abduction, who have just been signed to Candlelight. Um, you know, kind of really old friends of mine, uh, uh, who from the same town as me actually. Uh, you know, kind of, and they're you know, kind of really stepping the game up. Um, and um, Devastator, another like you know, kind of band like was in Derby, 
they do the kind of are they they're a little bit more old school, you know, kind of you know, kind of black and thrash, black thrash kind of like that, and you know, kind of that sort of thing, old school riffs. Right. But they're really they're really cool as well. Um, and there's you know, kind of just trying to think, there's because there's quite a few bands just on our kind of political scene who are doing really good things at the moment. I know uh, uh familiar with both of them, like uh, yeah, abduction's great and uh uh and, and but and devastator. I, I got familiar with, with them from um a podcast called Iblis Manifestations done by uh Cheyenne yeah, Trivax. Yeah. yeah. And he Yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um he did uh, interviews with both of them uh, recently and yeah uh, I I'd known about abduction for a while back because uh uh he was on the end of the necrosphere. That's how I found out about him, the podcast. And uh, so, yeah, abduction's great. I'm definitely a fan of them. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the kind of setting the standard a little bit at the moment um, for us, kind of. <laughs> um, he's, he's the deck would want to be better than them. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it might take a while to get there, but, you know... Um, we should call him out. Um, we'll be but, better than uh, production in 10 years. <laughs> we'll be better in 10 it's years. a slow process. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of kind of like, I mean, they, you know, kind of he started what he was doing by just kind of like sitting and, just, you know, kind of doing everything very DIY himself. And it's just grown into this, you know, quite big, you know, kind of biggest thing, or the taking the, the next steps now, which is, you know, quite exciting um uh you know got, like i said we've got I'm trying to think top off the top of my head that we've got around here we've got wolven's crown around here we've got um under dark around here yeah, got under dark. yeah you know kind of and it's just you know volnia as yeah. well um what what i probably should mention as well is that tom um like is the the go-to guy to get uh, your photographs done. Um it's, it's, I think he's probably photographed pretty much all of those bands. Um you know kind of um but yeah um sneaking the quick bit, plug for me. Yeah yeah we've yeah. got a plug off <laughs> the thing is he won't he won't plug himself whereas I'm a little bit like, I'm a little bit more shameful than that to be fair um yeah uk seems great um there's lots of books like following now um you know there's there's some decent events coming as well over the next year or so in fact in derby where we're from uh there's an agency you've been putting on some like really killer uh kind of festivals and lineups and they've announced their next um their next kind of uh two-day event in derby next year looks like it's going to be pretty good and you know um uh, so we'll be looking forward to that um but yeah forward to headlining it (laughs) yeah yeah we'll (laughs) yeah work out how we're going to do it first um i might just leave a guitar next to our amp and then just disappear off the stage for a bit (laughs) like Um, a son (laughs) yeah, yeah basically yeah yeah, I've heard that they've done that, like where uh, they've done the shows where they fill everything with fog and then they just leave their, their amps like feeding back for a while. 
just do that for the whole set. Yeah. <laughs> an hour. <laughs> for 45 minutes to an hour and then call it a set. Um, <laughs> We've left as soon as it starts. We're gone. We're at home. <laughs> Got out to get something sweet and come back. <laughs> yeah, you just go out and go out and get something to eat and come back and you're like thanks. <laughs> no one, no, no one can tell because you, they can't see you because there's so much yeah, fog. Stand in the audience for a bit and watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just put some like, actually just put some mannequins up with some like capes on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> put some mannequins Real, up uh, with uh with um with yeah with the the robes on the standing up there like they're like they are playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the um yeah. It, was to say i one of my old bands we had a, a drum machine and we you know we don't really play live anymore but uh when we used to play live we had we always were joking about like uh getting like a a mannequin to hold the drum machine you know <laughs> <laughs> just up there like because <laughs> uh like particularly after a while when we lost all our members we were like uh it was just me and my my friend we were like talking about getting like mannequins to stand behind like a keyboard and stuff you know what <laughs> I got the backing tracks playing. It's a good idea. I mean, we might yeah. steal it. <laughs> yeah, it could be a cool idea though if you if you um, if you like make the mannequins really, you know, our mannequins are pretty creepy. I think it would actually be a pretty cool uh, aesthetic to have. I think. Yeah. You might uh, be on something here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll credit you if we ever do this live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah. Put different faces on it each time as well. Like, you know, yeah. kind of swapping faces around. Yeah, swapping members all the time. We just can't seem to keep anyone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't keep, like you can't keep your mannequin members. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um uh you know, noise music uh, can be pretty pretty cool live sometimes. Like uh, I've seen some pretty cool like noise sets where Particularly if you got a good, like I always had this idea of playing, uh, if you're doing like a noise band to do what Swans used to do and just like uh, try to make it as loud as possible so it's like physically painful for people to be in the room, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, it's like an endurance test to try to like sit through your set. <laughs> Find the weak in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I always thought that would be, be the proud. way to go. When we were, we actually went to a studio to record the split with Race Wine and Puffs. I mean, it was actually getting to the point where it was actually, you know, it was quite like, quite physically painful to listen to it. So it was so kind of loud and horrendous. To the point um, where he told us to stop for a bit. <laughs> yeah, he told us to stop for a bit because there's a, there was a, a woman next door, I think, who does like a yoga therapy session. Um, that's business, and uh, they were complaining that, um, you know, kind of it was you know, kind of ruining their, their kind of whole thing. Um, <laughs> shouldn't surprise them, but part of the good thing, like, good, yeah, but you know, um, <laughs> I wonder, kind of, yeah, it's supposed to be horrible. I wonder, um, wonder why you would have a, a therapy place next to a, a music studio. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense. 
Yeah, it was one of it's, it's kind of like a really, like one of those really strange situations where you know Cardiff it's in like a, basically an office block uh, in this building, and then like just loads of really really random businesses and this like this 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 studio in there. Um, it's quite strange, but uh, it's you know kind of but kind of very much let us do what we want when we went in there. So I wasn't you know, kind of, as, long, as long as we don't break anything. <laughs> as long as you don't break anything, yeah. yeah which we can come close to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, kind of just like kind of found like little things like just finding a violin and you know, kind yeah. of make out of tune violin. Out of tune horrible violin noises and stuff like that. You know, that that's kind of what that's um those sessions brought out of us really. I think it's great. Um, yeah, cool. I love that kind of sound. Yeah, it would be cool to do some live stuff at some point. Um, it's just something I haven't really thought about uh, whether we want to do it like kind of high down a band's room or do it more as kind of, I don't know, more as like kind of the, the artist route and use, you know, kind of like drum machines or backing tracks or something like that. I mean, um, yeah, it's is something I've and um, something you know I've considered. Um, particularly, you know, kind of, like the drum machine is a lot easier than finding a drummer who isn't a nightmare. Um, because you know they tend to be. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's something that's worth thinking about, and I think we have actually got like a collection. Of songs now as well, riffs, particularly with the the, the full coming out that will actually be able to be played live. Um, but it's whether we wanted to still go down that kind of band route and play riffs and stuff like that, or just be purely experimental and you know do um, do the noise or go down more down the noise route, like, um, or meet somewhere in between. So it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you guys kind of set yourself up to have a pretty, uh, like, uh, open ability to to do different things. I mean, you could do different sets and different shows, you know. You could do yeah. one show that's more black metal and one that's more noise or one that's more 50-50, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm, like, I keep contemplating whether to, like, put us out there for live performances but with I, I don't really know what we'd get in our local area in regards to noise shows I've not really seen any happen I mean there's been mentions of like some in Nottingham and everything but not that I've heard of for a while and with us being like we're not easily accessible when it comes to listening it's not going to be by oh a standout performance for people you know just listening to harsh noise for 20 30 minutes <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. i think that um the thing with noise scene is like uh at least here in car and then colorado in the united states like most of the noise stuff that's going on is all like basement shows and stuff like that like yeah. if you're like going straight harsh noise you know uh, I think the US be... for noise like the scene is 
a lot better than what you get in the UK. You see a lot more noise artists in the UK. Well, US, should I say, than you do the UK. That's interesting because I would think that there would be, you know, a good amount in the UK as well. Just, uh, you know, you have like a strong history of, uh, of that kind of music in the, in the past. You know what I mean? I mean, we, we probably do have like a fair amount of noise artists, but it's they're making themselves known. Right. Like there's, there's Knifed Out of Existence, right, which is a good project. But in regards to like, if I just wanted to search for various noise artists throughout the UK, like up and coming ones, you know, you might just hit, hit a blank. Like there might not be any at all putting themselves out there right yeah they're not like getting past that point of just maybe yeah and they're just making it for themselves and yeah exactly that's it i mean with with since you guys are all melding in metal elements you, you know you, it might be worth your while to go more towards uh uh doing metal shows but using you know mixing in a good amount of the noise element you know what i mean that could be a, yeah 50 50 yeah like uh i think i think in that case you might end up attracting people in a metal scene who are more open-minded you know yeah uh because uh you know i don't know if the noise noise scene how open they are to uh to bands being like uh black metal or whatever you know i don't know (laughs) (laughs) my uh, just hit a wall with both of them when it comes to mixing the two (laughs) yeah my a couple of years ago, it was in 2019, uh, me and my uh, my brother, we did like a, uh, before he moved away from here, we did, we had did this project called Flood of Blood, and we uh, mm-hmm. headlined a, uh, uh, we ended up headlining like not by choice, just because that's when they shoved, they put us there, like it was like closing out this like noise fest here in Colorado, and uh, what we were doing like, it was like not noise at all, he had like, but he had like a, uh, uh a ta- like he had this machine that he made it was like a tape uh old like real real tape thing that he had turned into like this noise device that made this like uh constant loop of of noise that he would yeah. ran into these effects pedals and stuff and uh was created a really cool like kind of droning like industrial noise behind us mm-hmm. and then there we he played drums and uh, he had like a, a a saw like on a snare, like a saw blade, <laughs> and uh, and we um, and I played. We played kind of. It was it was kind of more like post rock doom type of like stuff alongside, kind of with some black metal elements alongside. The, it was like a long like twenty minute piece with like this kind of like underlying like noise stuff going on, and I had like uh, nice. samples going through like a. a little mini cassette recorder that i that i have into yeah. like an old amplifier through some effects and stuff to do some samples so you know but uh and people were somewhat receptive uh you know people watch us you know so yeah because you can you can see videos on youtube of like noise sets and it's just a guy banging a load of pots and pans on a table and screaming into a microphone and yeah. then he ends up flipping the table and throwing these pans around and people <laughs> watching it yeah, it's, it's uh, I, mean, I, I have been to, to noise sets in the UK and been to see them. I and mean, the kind of last one I went to, it was, it was a couple of years back, actually. I mean, we had a, a long break from gigs over here because of um, 
because of the COVID thing and uh, various lockdowns, and you know, it took a while for gigs to come back. But whenever I did go to it, like kind of see noise, um, it'd be you know kind of it'd be fairly pumped. Um, very, it would always be a DIY thing. It'd always been like you know kind of some community hall in you know kind of the back end of nowhere, um, you know kind of in Nottingham somewhere. And then the last one I wanted to see was like some guys I know called Haywire, um, who like do like gabba beats with, um, you know, very out of tune guitars and, you know, just screaming into the kind of screaming into the mic. And to be fair, I mean, kind of if you like uh, our sort of stuff, you probably in like the more industrial side of things as well, you probably, they're probably worth checking out actually, Haywire. They're fairly, fairly inaccessible. Um, they don't really push themselves like Tom said, but um, I think that was the last one I went to. Um, but in terms of like gigging in like the venues where the black metal bands would play or the metal bands would play in general, um, I'm like I think I think our scene is is fairly open to be honest. So I think you know, kind of, and like I said, it's fairly it's a fairly decent, like kind of welcoming scene. So I don't think. It, you know, kind of, I think it probably would be well received to to a degree where we are. Uh, I'm not sure about some of the other places in the country. Um, but like Tom said before, there'll always be some people who it's not necro enough for, it's not cool enough for, it's not true or whatever, even though like kind of they are some like, you know, kind of middle class accountants or something. Um, you know, it's, you know, kind of, it's, you know, you know. Um, I think you just got to like try and see and see what you can do. Every time I've played a gig, I've always been like shitting myself about all, like with a new kind of band or a new project. You always kind of have these anxieties, don't you? That it's not going to be that well received when you play live, but then afterwards, it's always been all right. So, um, I, you know, I would be willing to try. I would, I do want to, you know, have do something with poisonous reflection. Uh, but there are other routes we can go down as well. I'd quite like to do some, like, some screenings uh, with our music or kind of more of the kind of visual kind of arts concepts and stuff like that as well. I think it'd be cool to, to experiment with and, and have a look at. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's one thing I wanted to touch upon uh, before we close out and all bit, but is is the visual side of your band. Like, you guys have a very strong visual aesthetic, like, uh, just judging by, you know, like your Instagram and stuff like that. Uh, what, do you guys kind of work together on on that? And I know you said that Tom was like a, is a photographer as well. Like, do you guys work together on putting together the, the visual aesthetic? Um, I think like visually, our like with our album arts and everything, the split that we did with Rosa White Handcuffs that was a photo from a friend of mine, Sandy Connell. He's a film photographer based in London, and I just asked if we could use the photo for the split, and he agreed to. Um, but. All the other visuals that are posted, it's just mainly collages, things put together, like 
I, t- I tend to go down the route of looking at like x-rays and like autopsies and stuff like that and just throwing it all together to see what kind of horrible mess you get and then post it out there you know just see what kind of reception you get for it but yeah. I'll, I'll always like pass it on to Joe to see what he thinks because not everything is great <laughs> some, some of it is absolutely terrible that I've put together but no. Whatever works. <laughs> do you um do you like uh, digital collage, or is it uh, like uh, how do you put together the collages? Hello. Hello. Hello? Oh, I think sorry. we had a... sorry. Well, yeah, sorry. I thought you were talking. Yeah. Tom. I think we yeah, have. I, I, comp- I completely lost it. I have no audio at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was right. going to say, I to Tom very much. To, but when you said, is it kind of a joint thing? It's not really. Kind of Tom takes care of uh, more of the visual side of things um, than I do. Um, I tend to, without sounding like we've showed, we both focused on the music. Um, yeah, but um, like when. Because he does have like that background in kind of uh, photography and making things look cool. <laughs> I kind <laughs> of very much like you know trust his instincts on 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 maps. To be honest, so I mean the first thing we did as as a group, the first thing we did really like we did the I sent him over the first uh, like kind of tracks I put together. I think it was chained and tortured. Um, yeah. and then we went and had, like took some photos yeah. and um, with like a a real human skull um, and it was in the middle of Derby City Centre um, and we were kind <laughs> of stood there at like about four o'clock in the afternoon yeah add the industrial um, element to it <laughs> get my brother yeah. <laughs> it was his first time taking photos because at the time, like, we were trying to do the whole anonymous thing, which kind of went out the window straight away. So I had to get my brother to take the photos for us to then advertise that it was totally different people and it's not us. And after a while, like, keeping it on the download, like, completely anonymous to who it is, you can't really promote it as much. But you can't just constantly rely on other people to promote for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be pretty difficult to, uh, in this yeah. day and age, to really promote stuff as totally anonymous, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, there's some projects that have done it for years and like people still don't know who they are. And you just wonder, like, how have you managed to get this far without? not a single person from your audience, well, there probably is some that do know, without them knowing, like, how have you got to this stage? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, particularly in this day and age, you feel like it would be pretty easy for people to uh, uncover who's in a band or whatever. But yeah, yeah I mean, 
there are some bands that have managed to to maintain that somehow you know um but yeah i don't know <laughs> i've never I mean, tried to do that um, one first, of the last unsolved mysteries yeah at first when we did it or even went as far as like on the photos as is covering up my tattoos and you know kind of and you know kind of the the patches on the jacket i was wearing um so nobody could tell it was was me um but then there's like a couple of people just guessed who we were anyway right um, just by like process process of elimination (laughs) (laughs) you know kind of Though it was quite funny when my friend was asking me, he's just like, do you know, do you know who these boys, this reflection guys are? I was like, I, I don't know to be honest, anonymous, <laughs> you know, kind of. So I did do it for a while, but I'm I'm pretty generally pretty terrible at keeping secrets. So, um, yeah, we gave up on that one quite quickly. But yeah. that that first photo, yeah, we had this kind of real human skull at four o'clock in like kind of. Five city center um, was taking having his photos taken, and you know got did did get a couple of funny looks to be honest um, <laughs> from people you know, like with our face blacked out, faces like uh, you know covered and you know kind of you know like wearing big hoods and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. The um. I was in. I was. I cut out earlier. But I was asking um, Tom, "How do you do the collages? Are they like digital collage or?" What was that? Sorry. Uh, how do you do the? You said you do collages. That's how you do like a lot of the arts. Like, oh yeah, like yeah. Digital um, collage. Yeah, it's just all Photoshop. Okay. Yeah, um, Photoshop Mix, I think it is, and you know, you just it's a it's a lot of messing around. No, I will admit, but sometimes I can put things together and they just look absolutely ridiculous. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, that definitely won't suit the look we're going for. And right. just, you know, delete. So there, there is like a long process to it all. Well, you know, we, we finally end up agreeing on something. But after multiple attempts... I think it always a real impressed by because I never I'm not not super great with computers so I, I'm always impressed by a lot of the uh, like like digital collage stuff like that like because uh, it ends up looking very like when like a lot of a lot of your art for example it's like I just want you kind of look at it and go like how do you even make that you know because it's like it looks mm-hmm. so seamless you know it ends up becoming something uh, even with uh, analog collages that I've seen people do it it's it's like you can tell it's a collage, but at the same time, it it come forms to something that's like very organic and fits together in a yeah. way, you know. I, I think uh, the last thing that I put together um, was our last post on Instagram with Tom Cruise wearing our merch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw that. <laughs> I did like a load of um, promotional things. For people to buy a tape using Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, you don't get like a uh, Tom Cruise like lawsuit going on. Like, uh... <laughs> oh, uh, I, I hope we do. More I hope we do. Because, but you know, kind of, 
if if Tom if Tom Cruise sues me, then you know, can't if it's, it's you know he's not going to get anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> well, some, some, some broke ass, you know, kind of bedroom black metal artist, <laughs> uh, and yeah, kind of it, it'd just be you know it'd just be some nice uh, nice promotion. promotion for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you get your name out there even more, you know. Might use <laughs> yeah. one of our songs on another Top Gun film or Mission Impossible or something. <laughs> In fact, that that's got to become oh, an age. Yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah. 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 from Tom Cruise. Um, I think the next poisonous reflection kind of record now should be. I'm going to scrap what we're doing, the whole concept of, of what what we were doing before, and make it now about Tom Cruise and Scientology. And um, we're definitely yeah. definitely do, wouldn't we? So <laughs> I agree. The, um... Yeah. In fact, we were talking about the live stuff before. We should just, just you know, kind of wear Tom Cruise masks for the whole thing, and, you yeah. know, kind of make it all Tom Cruise. Yeah, <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be pretty, that would be like really ridiculous to see that. Like, just a couple guys up on stage with Tom Cruise masks, like. <laughs> making hideous noise yeah what was that yeah, it would be interesting I was trying to remember what so I don't know if Tom can remember there was a band who did there's a little festival in the UK um, called, it's sometimes called Northern Darkness it's sometimes called Darkness Over Cumbria um, it's like in the middle of nowhere and it's this uh, it's this UK black metal kind of festival all is black metal but I was trying to remember the band that turned up and did it all in like kind of Hawaiian shirts and shorts oh, um, Sacred Sun that was it yeah yeah they were they were they were great to be fair it was ju- it was just dead funny um, but uh yeah, something along those sorts of lines, I think. I always had a, an idea. My friend and I, one of my friends back in the day, and I used to, when we were working together, we would uh, always uh, say like, lines from uh, American Psycho to each other, <laughs> just because that's what we were doing. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, just out of nowhere, it'd be like, you know, whatever line, like from like Patrick Bateman would say. And so we came up with this idea. It'd be funny to do like a, a death metal band called Patrick Bateman and the whole band is you know you go up and you dress up like uh like those kind of yuppie guys and, and just make like death metal about stuff from american psycho you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah you could like you know write write kind of death metal like slam riffs about um you know kind of business cards and stuff like your business cards and stuff like that yeah or like we had like one song could be called uh i need to take t- uh take back some videotapes or whatever we need to return some videotapes yeah. <laughs> 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 i was like yeah that's a pretty it'd be pretty we'll 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 about we'll, you know kind of steal that idea off you yeah there you um, go. no no we'll, we'll do a split <laughs> 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 Yeah. So one half of Tom Cruise and yeah. the other half. <laughs> there you go. I will, you know them. Uh, you remember, uh, you know, band Krieg from the States. He did the EP a while back called Patrick Bateman, where he used all the samples from yeah. the movie and everything. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. 
that was a pretty good one too because it was like it was a pretty harsh harsh album like uh very i guess like black metal bordering on noise i like i thought it was a pretty good one yeah um yeah you know creek was creek is a good example of an, a u.s version of a band who's not afraid to to bring in those types of elements into his music you know yeah, yeah. Push the boundaries a little bit um i think, I think that's an important thing i mean kind of we've all right kind of been there and listened to a lot of paint by numbers kind of black metal of you know people just doing the same boring riffs or writing about you know kind of satan or fucking lovecraft or something like you know along those lines and you know there is lots of great stuff like that as well but at the same time, there's a lot of stuff where it's just kind of lost into the ether, isn't it? Um, where it just doesn't, you know, it's not particularly exciting. Um, and uh, I think that I think that's very much of what, what I'm trying to, what all we're trying to avoid, getting lost and sucked into that kind of having to having to do this to be kind of necro, having to, you know, kind of do the same boring trampric you trumpet lift uh riffs um and you know kind of um yeah um like i, I think i think because for me black metal isn't you know it's about the atmosphere isn't it it's about the feeling and you know kind of that it inspires as 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 much as the music really isn't it and um and that kind of feel of, like i said that feel of like kind of despair you know type terror and dread and chaos and all those kind of like, unpleasant feelings um and if it kind of inspires those then i, I think that's kind of that's what that's what we're aiming to do well you know um i heard an interview recently it was actually with uh sadder from satiricon but he was saying something about um euronymous told him back back in the day that uh black metal he, he classifies black metal as like euronymous would classify black metal mostly by the atmosphere that's why uh you know he he saw he pretty he like back to like a pretty wide range of bands as being black metal you know of different types of sounds like he didn't see it as being one type of sound and he even said that he would go so far maybe he's kind of joking a little bit but like in a way i think there's something serious where he's saying that even like something like diamanda glass was black metal in a way because it had that same feeling and uh so i think that that that's kind of at the roots of black metal is it's about uh it's not necessarily it's not about making like one particular sound you know it's about uh it's about the the underlying energy and and vibe that you're and feeling that you're uh conjuring forth and and what kind of riffs or sounds that you're going for just need to you know uh back that underlying energy that you're trying to put put out there you know what i mean mm. that's kind of what i think yeah, yeah i mean I, I totally agree with you that and kind of i find like if you start limiting yourself to, to a certain type of riff a certain type of music then you kind of you can kind of get lost in it or run into a yeah. wall i mean used to play in like i used to play tech death basically and basically i got bored of it because it's everything 
is about having to produce this this particular sound, this particular type of riff. Everything has to be harder than the last riff. Everything has to be, you know, kind of more complex or whatever. And you kind of get lost in that kind of like level of bullshittery rather than stale really quick. Yeah, you go stale and you lose the kind of that 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 kind of feeling um, that you know kind of that, that you do want to inspire. So, um, and then if that happens, then what is the point of doing it? You know. Um, so for me, you know, kind of, I think it is really important that you know, kind of, we don't limit ourselves to one. You know, kind of sound in this particular way that if the record sounds different from the last one or has a different feel like of course like things have to be consistent things have to be at a consistent level i wouldn't just churn any old shit out but you know kind of um we you know i I don't want to be kind of boxed in um and i think as a genre i think you know it can can become a victim of that in many ways but um like I said before, um, yeah, I, I totally agree with the atmosphere sort of thing. Um, and it is such like a, a wide range. Black, black matter can mean so many different things these days. Like so, so many different things. And I, you know, one is one thing is like one band is completely different to the next. Um, and, um, so, and I, you know, I, I personally think that's a good thing. Yeah, I think it's 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 good that there's a, a a range of things and and everybody you know it all depends on for me like uh, black metal is you know it depends on um, what kind of feeling that I want to have you know there's a pretty wide range of bands that I listen to and uh, uh, you know there's certain bands that are are more core to like what I like feel at a particular moment and then there's other bands that. Uh, you know it just depends like uh if i I'll, if i want different types of energy different type of atmosphere or feeling i listen to different types of bands and i like that because i don't think that it should all be just just one thing I, I like that there's different things to explore you know but i think that it, as long as it's all connect i think what connects black metal is uh the darkness you know like the the dark uh, energy that behind it and uh, as long as it has that kind of darkness uh you know there's uh, you can do a lot of different things in my opinion yeah as long as it's not blast beats for 10 songs that's <laughs> well, unless that's it's like a, too much <laughs> uh, i mean well i mean some bands uh, can pull it off like kate forest with their album uh, sorrow the whole album is uh just blast beats but it but it works in a way you know yeah but yeah, yeah i mean yeah. there's some bands there it's just uh it's a little much like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's no other drum pattern at all. It's just constant blasting. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a wagging finger, isn't it? It's like a finger's like whacking in your face. Yeah, you know that one's, one's telling you off. You know the kind of relentless blast beat. Um, although to be fair, I, I am a fan of of, some, of like relentless blast beats at times. And um, yeah, <laughs> like you right. said, there's times when it's suitable, like when it's best off in the song, but. If that's your whole album, then boring. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. The um, yeah, I think it just depends. I think it depends on the type of blast beat. 
uh, and what the band's going for. Uh, like I said, like something like Hate Forest's album Sorrow, I like it because it's it's has this kind of unrelenting quality to it that that kind of works. But then there's other bands I've heard that do that, and uh, it doesn't. It just you start to like uh, stop paying attention after a while, you know. Yeah, just lose interest. Yeah, in <laughs> yeah. with kind of like stuff like Hate Forest as well, it almost becomes like a kind of it almost becomes like a drone, if you know what I mean. It almost becomes like, you know, kind of, and it becomes almost like quite ritualistic. Yeah, exactly. The atmosphere, the atmosphere is great. And when it's like that, um, I think, it, you know, kind of it works really, really well. I mean, um, we, you know, kind of, and I think it's, but I know what you mean, sometimes when it's just, there's no, you know, kind of, it's just, just. I, I, I think it's a lot of it is down to kind of like the the whole general sound and atmosphere. Again, if it's like, like we'll keep going back to Hate Forest as the example there. Um, they have a lot of atmosphere. They have a lot of kind of like you know the way it feels. You know, kind of inspired different things. If it's just kind of stale and you know kind of um, quantized, boring. Kind of blasts, and I agree it can be a bit shit, but um, well, like I, said, depends- I, like, I like it when it becomes like that kind of like, like I said, almost a drone in the background, it's almost like a fan um, <laughs> that you've left on while you're trying to go to sleep, <laughs> yeah, kind of like noise sort of thing, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, like, with like a band like Hate Forest, it's not like in your face. I think um, there's some bands that exist that I've heard that uh, um, it's like the whole sound is like this kind of digitized, you know, quantized black like kind of metal sound with like uh, really loud, like super blast, like and just kind of tires you out. Where with like a band like Heat Force is kind of buried a little bit underneath the riffs. And so it kind of creates just kind of like a droning type of uh, atmosphere. You know, that's how you can use a. It's not, and it's not even like a true like super blast. It's just like it's kind of like that kind of shamanic like dun, 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 dun type of sound. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's when it works. Yeah, for me. yeah. You've kind of I'm kind of tapping there with my fingers doing them now. You see, um, <laughs> like you won't be able to hear it, but yeah, kind of that's that's what I'm doing on my sofa at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, of, uh, it's like a weird. It's like a different kind of tempo. Uh, but then you, yeah, you, yeah, you have these other bands where it's like really fast, like uh, you know, it gets a little much. Like uh, I don't know, maybe a band like Dark Funeral is a good example. Yeah, I was going to say I was, Dark Funeral, notorious. <laughs> when you pointed out, like kind of, when you said the you know kind of really quantized, you know kind of really loud blasts, you know, the first thing that popped into my mind was Dark, <laughs> was dark Funeral. Before before anything else, I was just about to say. Yeah, but like Dark Funeral before you said it. Um, ex- yeah, exactly that. Exactly that, to be honest. It's just, you know, kind of relentless, very kind of digitalized sounding drums, you know, kind of really, really compressed. Um, you know, kind of almost sounds like you've been... I mean, I like music that sounds like it's punching you in the face, but that it's, it's, it's just, just like kind of soulless and... And just it's punching you in the face, but you know, like kind of lacks 
the punch, if you know what I mean. I know it's a really weird thing to say, but, you know, kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, it doesn't quite hit the spot, does it? Um, no, like, and it gets a little tiresome. Like, I can listen to some, you know, there's some Dark Funeral stuff that I like, but but there's some stuff where it just it gets kind of wearisome like you know after after a couple songs i'm kind of like i'm i'm good you know <laughs> like yeah but seeing it live like I, I saw dark funeral this year seeing it live you don't actually care because you're in the moment like you couldn't care if they're playing constant blast beats or not but you're just enjoying it but then listening to it on record once you've heard it three or four times it's like yeah next album next band you know yeah it's kind of weird i think it has something to do with the sound like the sound that they use for their production as well you know yeah yeah it's 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 i don't want to sound yeah yeah i don't don't want to sound too cliche but it's it's, you know rather rather clean isn't it um and kind of compressed and soulless uh really I, i like mine to sound like it's been recorded on a tape player <laughs> like with one microphone um <laughs> yes you know like, you know kind of i'd rather listen to something like that in all honesty and you're recording um, five miles away from the tape player and barely hear you I mean, yeah there was like <laughs> there was some drum bits on the, the split with razor wire handcuffs which are, really are buried in the background of one of the tracks, it's just like this kind of horrible, like, um, like, uh, it's this kind of like, you know, like you said, almost shaving a stick type, type of kind of drum things going on. Um, uh, we were, I think we recorded them on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> and then set- and got told <laughs> off. <laughs> got told off. And we're like, oh, well, we've got this, uh, we've got this, uh, you know, well, we can set up the drum mics now. We'll just do it on the phone. I mean, that kind of, you know, <laughs> and use those takes. Um, but you know, kind of, um, yeah, it's the the other end of the scale, really, isn't it? Yeah, I kind of like that though. Like, there's some. I need a little bit of uh, of uh, I don't know some type of grit to like I'm to for my music for some reason like it just sticks with me better like. Um, I'm not a big fan of when music when it gets too clean. Uh, yeah, it just uh, it just doesn't really appeal to me. You know, I'm not. I'm, I like I like stuff that has a uh, some distortion, like maybe a little bit of that kind of. Particularly, like, it's what's nice about analog is that you get this kind of like bit of like analog distortion that kind of yeah make, makes it sound better. More natural. Me. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something about it. I like that kind of that kind of sound for me like uh and so it's like i'd rather listen you know and i like bands like i like how bands like say like uh, i don't know like dark zone for example do their stuff you know because they're more primitive in a lot of ways they do a live together like the main takes i kind of like that as well it has like a little more like has it breathes a little bit more and it's yeah. like um i don't know i'd, I'd rather i like that kind of that kind of vibe more than some band who's like quantized all their drums and sounds perfect. Yeah, yeah I'm not. It's, it's, really, it's, it's, so, it's so much more natural sounding. Uh, I can't remember what well, Dark Friend song I was listening to. It was it? Oh yeah, it was off um, Hardship of the 
hard to discuss of old stuff. Yeah. Um, listening to the other day, and that song, like the tempo of it, speeds up. And, you know, they're still, you know, they're staying tight. They're still, they're still, they're still, they're still, they, you know, they stay tight. But the song, like itself, speeds up and slows down about three or four times of the entire song. Because um, it's like the whole natural progression of it and the way they play. Because, like you said, the dude are going to the studio. And I think they they pretty much do it do it in live tapes. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, kind of Dark Throne will always um, be an influence on on Poisonous Reflection because of like the massive influence they had on me when I first started listening to black metal. And you know, kind of still kind of love them and the kind of the approach of the you know things, the way they do things like today. Um, yeah. And uh, like out of all the kind of old bands, really, Dark Throne, I think, you know, kind of the the classic, you know, Norwegian bands, I think Dark Throne are the one that I tend to keep kind of going back to. Uh, and I think it is because of, you, you you know, that energy they have because of the way they do things and that the kind of primitive sounds and the way they've kind of like, they've, they've reinvented themselves quite a lot. Like in times, in terms of like kind of their sounds, like in, in what they're doing, but at the same time, remains, you know, you can always tell it's dark, right? Yeah. And they're a band that they've gone through a lot of different changes. And, uh, you know, like there's a certain periods of them where I don't like uh, them stuff as much, but I always check out the new Dark Throne. And I mean, I've really liked their last uh, one. Since basically since like Underground Resistance, Arctic Thunder, I felt like they, yeah, I've gotten back on board. And there's that that little period where I was not, not super into like a lot of this stuff. But, um, you know, I love everything up to Sardonic Wrath, and then I I'm I really liked uh, Arctic Thunder and Old Star. I thought those are great albums. You know, yeah, uh, kind of Arctic Thunder is like kind of the first one, really, isn't it? Where they started, um, they started those proper old school metal riffs in there um it, well in kind of in my opinion that's the way they started doing that really and that's kind of like then that was the beginning of the, this latest you know kind of phase of dark throne you know that we're in now isn't it and the sound they've got now um the interest is we've got the new release coming out soon haven't they um where you know kind of from the little snippets I've heard of it sounds like it's going to be pretty good. So, um, like I wasn't a mad, massive fan of their plus punk phases either and stuff like that, but um, and probably agree that the uh, Sardonic Wrath as well was, was kind of where where I listened to it too. But um, yeah, in terms of kind of like the approach, I think you know um, they'll always be a massive influence on me personally in terms of the kind of approach that we have um to uh to write to music yeah i mean i for me too like i i have a lot of respect for 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 the way that they operate like with uh yeah they just go in they you know they have their songs they they play like one basic track of drums and guitars and then they wear everything over that and i think that's cool you know no click track no nothing like uh, you know, some bands that are doing it, like a uh, primordial from Ireland, they don't use any, they've never, uh, they never use any click tracks, you know, like, I think that's kind of cool, but <laughs> it's harder when you're doing like music that needs like electronic elements or stuff like that. But when it comes to 
pure metal or black metal i'm like i kind of like that aspect where it's just like uh like breathing you know what i mean yeah but... yeah you feel the flow of it a bit more if you kind of you know what's me yeah it's like an it's like a natural flow which i think connects back to the way music used to be made and and everything that you know now uh you know i understand when you know, understand like using click tracks and stuff because it is easier in a lot of ways and particularly like i said if you're doing like music that needs like electronic elements or something you have to use click tracks you know what i mean but when it comes to like a uh, human you know metal made by humans like that's like uh you know uh, four guys in a room i kind of prefer it when when the band you know has the main tracks kind of live in a way because i just think that uh it um I just it just has like an energy to it that you don't really get when everything's quantized like perfect like everybody records separately you know what i mean yeah yeah i don't know exactly what you mean yeah um it it feels well it feels like a band rather than like a set of separate people um you know kind of it, it feels more of, you know like a, a collective kind of thing everyone plays off each other um a little bit more don't they than you know when you're in the same room playing at the same time yeah exactly um, i kind of bring the best you know kind of out of each other or you know kind of think fucking oh cool he's doing that i'm going to try doing this because this sounds cool you know that sound cool with it you know you start you know doing that and um you know when when you start building those musical relationships as well when you've been playing with some guys for a while um you can like um you've built those relationships or you know kind of really push push yourselves there and yeah you, you, in ways that you wouldn't if like you said you were all sat down you were just kind of all right i'm gonna go and play this now um yeah, yeah you can't be, you can't you can't be getting in a room with four other people at times yeah definitely um Oh, let's see. I need to close out here soon. Uh, it's great talking to you guys. I was going to ask, is there anything that uh, you guys want to um, promote for, for the future for Poisonous Reflection coming up in the next period of time? Um, uh, sorry, yeah, I'll let Tom go. It's the album. Yeah, we're working on album at the moment. Um I don't know if I can say this. We're doing a little demo as well that we may put out just before the album. That was started, um, well, basically yesterday. I don't know how long Gertie had been writing the riffs for, but the process of actually putting it together with vocals and nothing started yesterday. Um, otherwise, just... Um, what else? We've got tapes of our EP and demo combination and the split of razor wire handcuffs. So if you're interested in having our horrible migraine-inducing noise on a physical form, then you can purchase those. I don't know, I'm, I'm quite terrible at promotion. Stuff, <laughs> as you can probably tell. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's all right i just wanted to see i mean it's been great talking to you guys like i'm i'm glad that you reached out to me about being on the podcast and everything so yes thank you for having us it's been uh yeah for having uh, us it's been talking um uh yeah uh we'll have the album coming out shortish uh, i think hopefully i mean the majority of the work's done now got some cool collaborations on that one as well um there's i think pretty much every every track is gonna have a guest focus on it some way or the other um which which will be cool um we've got a techno collab coming out as well very soon (laughs) collab coming out that i've i completely keep completely forgetting (laughs) about um yeah yeah, I just completely forget, keep forgetting about that one, to be honest. Um, but, um yeah, yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, the lots of exciting things and uh, buy our music and rem- always remember to shower. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm look, looking forward to to some to your new to your album coming out because from what you're describing, I think uh, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, it must be cool to hear more. Here's this kind of split of black metal and, and noise from you guys, so I'm definitely, uh, definitely curious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're up. My plan is just to record everything and then stick it through loads of like guitar amps and make it sound like we're recording in a cardboard box. But um, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to to getting it finished um, and 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 out there because it's everything we've done so far has been kind of a EP length. This is like a full album. It has a different feel. You can go in so many different ways. There's one track on there um, I'm going to point out, which is 20, 24 minutes in length. Oh, cool. <laughs> <At the moment. laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, and at least 10 minutes of that is, you know, kind of Annoying. feedback. And yeah. so, like, Excellent. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of, I'm not got much more to say than that, really. Oh, well, uh, maybe you'll have you back, guys, back on when we uh, when you get the album out, so we can talk more about yeah, the, uh, the album when it's done. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, guys. Well, I hope you guys have a good rest of your. I guess it's nighttime there, and so <laughs> it's daytime yeah. for me. But <laughs> yeah, darkness, darkness is drawing in. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, it's a, a good night. Shout out. Yep. Go ahead. Brothers band Axioma. Keep a lookout for them. Axioma. Axioma is a great band. Yeah, and also shout out to my other band, um, Vander, as well. Uh, We'll have more material coming out soon as well, and we'll be, you know, we've just uh, we've got some some gig dates coming up. Um, One with Atlash in October. Uh, We've got one in Cardiff um, with the Infernal Sea in January. So keep an eye out for those as well. Cool. The Infernal Sea is a great band too. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they always draw a decent crowd too. So looking forward to that one. And it's our first first time playing in Wales. And um, it's yeah. I'll get all the um. Uh, yeah. Is that is that band on uh on Instagram as well? Uh, we're on. Uh, yeah, we are. I'm not particularly great at Instagram. Actually, someone else does it. I need to get better at Instagram. That's the thing about having Tom employs his reflection is that he's quite good at that. 
Right. Uh, we've got music on Spotify and YouTube and, and stuff like that. It's D-A-N. Cool. And uh, so, I'll get I'll get links for everything from you guys too. Uh, they'll be on the uh, on the show notes for the for the podcast when it goes up. So, all right, cool. And the podcast should be up in about um, uh, not this weekend, but probably the weekend after. So, yeah, that's cool. Okay. Look forward to that. Awesome, guys. Well, have a great night. All right, you too. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye.